We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to No Brains, No Headache Podcast, episode 184. My name is Jordan. I'm going to be your host today, as always. Happy to be here. Damn glad to do it. Thank you for joining us uh, in studio with me, my co-host, confidant, longtime friend, fellow comedian. I call him Matt Ongo Cleary. Ongo, what's happening, man? I'm excited to be back in the studio. You know, um, we got a lot coming up on this episode, and it is going to be one you are not going to want to miss yeah we got some housekeeping items i would call it a cleary's comment light cleary's comments light uh we're just going to do a quick little rundown go through some things i think matt's got a surprise in store for us so i'm really excited about that uh, then we have an interview later with a fellow comedian who's currently out in la joey cerrone so we're going to get into that in a little bit but matt i've been uh, on my first ever pickle kick in my life, I would say. I don't like pickles. Really? Unless it's fried with cheese and dunked in ranch, I will not eat a pickle. Okay. I mean, that's fair. You're allowed to have that opinion. But I've been hard on the pickles, uh, just massive cravings for pickles. I don't know what it is. I'm just Pre feeling you, it right are now. Are you pregnant? No. I, I mean, maybe. You shouldn't rule it out. Advances in modern sciences. We could, it could happen. Uh, I got some sweet and spicy pickles, the pickled chips, and it really just, I just got them on the whim. I was like, oh, these look good. I'm going to try these. Wow, fantastic. Um, so I've just, I've been on pickles, uh, eating in bed and having a pickle kick simultaneously. Not great. There's, there's some pickle stains in the sheets. I ate a brat in bed last week. Well, there, here we go. Look at us. You know, who would have thought? Look, look at us. <laughs> just New yeah. year, new me. I am not going to eat in bed January 2nd, just entire, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Well, when you buy, you know, the the value pack of glizzies, a little, some brats, some hot dogs, some dog hots, you're bound to just constantly it, eat them in bed until they're gone till the end of January. Trickle-down economics. I am also want to let you know that... Um, I'm in love again. Oh, fuck. It's always bears bad for me. Yeah. I just, you know, I have an easy heart. It's a big heart, but it's an easy one. Uh, I am currently in love with a gal named Lauren Compton. Now, you actually turned me on to her. You sent me a picture. Uh, she was with Dave Fechner, I believe, was her guest that episode. Jordan Michael Sr. Yeah. yeah, and you sent me a picture, and I kind of brushed it off. I'm like, eh, whatever. And you're like, yeah, dude, like, she's beautiful. She's got a podcast. And then... <laughs> well, first off, I said, huge cans. Yeah, well, that's kind of your limited vocabulary in describing yep. women. So if they don't, it's just too <clears throat> bad for them. But then a few days later... <laughs> We were sitting in the sauna, back on the sauna grind, and I'm like, hey, do you know who Lord Compton is? <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Um, dude, she's funny. She does stand-up comedy. She's beautiful, has a great laugh. She's successful. She's confident. 
I mean, she could be my new queen. I'm hoping so. She's currently in a relationship. So few roadblocks to figure out early, but you know what they say. Starting out, she lives in a different state. Yeah. In a um, relationship. But, well, she says she's into medium ugly dudes who are slightly overweight, and I've never heard a better description of me in my life. Yeah. Well, you know what? That just gives me, like, some sort of confidence that I probably don't need. As well as the beauty, you know, she's got brains. The resume has, she's a Hooters girl. Cover of Playboy. The only problem is I'm not boring. So me living my lifestyle, that could be, you know, detrimental to my chances with her. Uh, she also doesn't date stand-up comedians. So this is my official retirement yeah. from stand-up comedy. Joke's on you. I suck. So. No, she's great. I Usually don't like to plug other podcasts on our own podcast. You know, getting a listen these days is it's like cutting out a kidney. It's pretty difficult, a lot of precaution ahead of time. Uh, but, yeah, she has a great podcast. So check her out, my future ex-wife. Pretty excited about it. It feels good to be back in love again, you know? Yeah, that'd be one that you'd be like, you get a banger, but you'd also die afterwards. And you're like, I'm on the next plane. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> what do you have for oh uh before we get into uh what i have coming up here um i want to preface our interview with we talk a lot of shit about brian to here um yep. on there and i kind of said he's stupid and i messaged him and told him that and i said we talked a lot of shit about you for the episode coming out next tuesday and i'm giving him all the respect in the world thinking that he's not dumb, and he responded with, sweet, when does it come out? <laughs> you know what? Back to square one, Brian. Not doing great. You know, I tried the saying earlier, can't fix a broken horse, but I believe the saying is you can't fix stupid. Yep. So, uh, you win pretty, some and you lose some. I mean, you break your back, and we'll get into it in the interview, but you break your back once, it's just downhill from there. Yep. Um, I, we have been, I would say we are maybe the biggest fruit snack podcasts on the planet. Huge fruit snack. We, we've been big into no free ads, but Welch's family style one you get from either a Costco or a Sam's. Yeah. Just the 90 pack. And I, what did we say it was? Was it like 3,600 calories? It's, I I would venture to guess it's way more than that. Or wait, what is it? 3,600 grams of sugar, something like that. Yeah, it, it's 3,600 it, it, something. It's a di there. diabetes. So we're going to get into something. I went and bought six packs of fruit snacks. Okay. Let's party. I'll give them to you to read out. All right. So we're just, what are we doing, a taste test Yeah, eat, eat one pack. So I think we each got to eat six packs of fruit snacks. So that should be fantastic. Fun. I also have some more housekeeping. Maybe we could just yeah. go. All right, here I have Welch's Juicefuls, and I just want to apologize to our listeners a little bit ahead of time. There's going to be a lot of crinkling in the yep. mics, and that we planned that. Yeah, no. That was on purpose. Yeah, just plot twist. I got uh, Berry Blast Juicefuls. You can watch this on YouTube. Check out our YouTube page, No Brains, No Headache. Really any social media platform out there, you might want to hop on, you know, hop on board. Hand me, hand me one of yours. Island Splash is the flavor. All right, let's start with Island Splash. Okay, we're going one by one here. You know, I got health insurance. 
Did you? Yeah, after being a free agent for about two years. Because the company you had just closed. I haven't worked for a formal company in a long time. I don't believe in it. Mm. Out of the gate, the texture. I'm not liking it. The texture. I, I don't like the texture, but the taste is phenomenal. Hmm. Interesting. So out of our first two, those are going to be my number one. All right. Next, we got Berry Blast. Juice Fulls again. What are you, what's your policy on fruit snacks that are, you know, filled with the little, uh, little actual little juice my, action? My grocery store didn't have a lot of, like, um, I don't know, options, so I just grabbed literally all of them they had. But you say, compare them side by side, they're the same flavor and, like, texture, except for the juice part. Are there, is the juice fulls, I don't know it's what these are called, but is the ones that are filled better than just normal fruit snacks is what I'm asking. I don't think so. No? Hmm. I like Island better than Berry Blast. I'm going to have to agree with that. I need some water. Oh, uh, fun fact about water. I bought a case of LaCroix um, and put it in my garage fridge, and then I forgot about it because LaCroix kind of sucks, so I just never drank it. And uh turns out when it gets 50 below, the entire case blew up in my fridge. So <laughs> got to deal with that sometime soon. Got to keep the uh, temperatures. Next, we got uh, Marvel Spider-Man fruit snacks. Ooh. I'm thinking I'm going to like these. Yeah. You know, one time I went to a bar... And I was like, hey, do you have any non-alcoholic options? And they started listing stuff off and started with LaCroix. And I said, you know what? A beer will be fine. Yeah. Do you have a uh, Diet Coke? Is Diet Pepsi okay? I'll just do a margarita. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the opening of the bag is another yep. area see, that I need see, to. See, normal Welches, you can open those bags so flipping quick. If you, I'm, I'm, I'm at four corners here, Matt. I kind of have a thumb thing. I just bite you know, it. Do you mind help? You're gonna bite it. Yeah. Get your it. greasy teeth out of there. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I didn't do make any progress here. Those catapulted right to the tippy top. Okay, Spider-Man ones. I'm having some trouble. Why don't you hand out the next ones? As I, we got Spider-Man Marvel ones. And next, we got Pixar. It has Finding Nemo, uh, Incredibles, Toy Story, and that fat kid from Up. So the texture here... More traditional. Kind of stick to the teeth a little bit, which is nice, because it's like saving a little bit for later. I would agree the Spider-Man ones go up to number one on my list. Yeah. So as we're... Uh, and, and what is... How does, like, the shape bring you into it does the shape factor like cool shapes no because i'm such a fat ass i just you know me i dump them into my mitt yeah. full here and then right into the gullet so the shape doesn't really matter um you know as we're stuffing our face here the irony 
I don't even know what any of these are. Well, it's obviously fucking Woody, dude. Dude, okay. I'm gonna have to dock them a point too. Hold on. That's fun. It's a little noisemaker. Pro tip. All right. Okay. What is this? Pixar. I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a bird that says Mike and Finding Nemo? What's the hat from Harry Potter? Hmm. A home girl from Toy Story. Mm. What's her name again? Sadie. Nope, that's not it. I'm um, moving those into number two, slightly behind Spider Man. Spider Man had a little bit better uh, texture and flavor. So Matt, I did a, a 36 hour fast. Yeah, how was that? You know what? I gotta say, overall, it was uh, really good. I enjoyed it. It was difficult at times for sure, but. It actually turned into a 38-hour fast because I was just, I don't know, I just wasn't super hungry at the end, which I was a little shocked by. Um, But it almost feels like you're high. almost feels like you're on mushrooms. Uh, Essentially what happens when you do that fast, um, well, from my experience with wrestling, I wouldn't have a lot of water, so my stomach would shrink, so I couldn't really eat a lot. And once you ate, you felt pretty fucking terrible. I guess I should specify. Um, it is. It was a water fast, I guess. So I'm drinking like liquids and stuff. But did you have like coffee or Gatorade? So I here's what I ended up having in the 38 hours. And the thing about like feeling stoned, it's also you forget that you're fasting for a while, like because you want to stay busy. You just didn't eat for three days. And really, well, and then oh. you're just like middle of doing something. You're like, I haven't eaten any food in like thirty hours. Like this is crazy. But so here's what I ended up having. I tried my best. I mean, a fast is a fast, really. If you just like have minimal calories over a certain amount of time, like that's a fast. So you can still take in calories, especially it be my first one. I didn't want to go too hard in the paint. But I had one pickle. One. Pickles usually, like, I barely have any calories. I had a handful of cashews. I will admit I kind of broke down a little bit there. But I just, like, slowly ate cashews. And I, like, had, I don't know, one serving, I guess you could say. I had one Crystal Light lemonade packet. There's 10 calories right there. A little sugar action. I had about three or four teas with honey. I had to. So the honey, definitely a nice little, like, sugar boost, calorie boost. Um, Tons of water. So I would say I probably took in around 300 calories in 38 hours, which is pretty good fast, I would say, just through, like, all the honey and uh, small little snacks I had. Uh, Black coffee, ultimate stimulant. Yep. I mean, I'm just, I'm preaching to the choir here, but I woke up for like the second day and portion of it, had a black coffee to start out my day, cruised to the finish line, had no problem whatsoever. Yep. It's a good uh, suppressant of the appetite. We just had Disney princess fruit snacks, and those are catapulted to number one on my list. Really? Those are absolutely phenomenal. 
I think my Welch's have just brainwashed me. I don't know how I feel about these. I should grab the last one here. <clears throat> I have high hopes for these. The Mario and Luigi. The podcast gets diabetes. But yeah, at the end of the fast map, you're right. I ended it at like noonish, and I ate some food. I kept it really light. I just had, had some hard-boiled eggs, so I just ate those. And I also had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Trying to just keep it easy and not overindulge. And I wasn't super hungry. I just figured, you know what, this is over. It's time to eat. Yeah, dude, about a half hour after eating, it, w it was like Thanksgiving all over again. You know, belly full of turkey and chemicals just rushing through your body. I had a wave, a, a tsunami of tiredness. Yep. And my stomach did not feel great, which, you know, I'm a big fan of the show Survivor and, like, you know, outdoor shows. It's like almost like my guilty pleasure. But in Survivor, you know, they'll go several days, few days at a time without food, and then they'll, like, win a challenge. Then you see these people just mowing down food. I can't imagine the following digestive process. They call it actually, and it's it's a scientific term for it, it's called dumping syndrome. When you have nothing in your system and you eat too fast, and it literally goes, because it should take your body like 24 hours, 36 hours to digest certain things. But when you do that, it takes it like 15 minutes and just destroys your insides. What do you got for uh, a ranking on that one? The last one we had? Yeah, the Mario and was, Luigi ones. Oh, the last place. Oh, I fucking love those. Those are first place. <laughs> What's your order? I got Mario, Disney Princess, Spider-Man, Pixar, Island Splash, Welch's, and Berry Splash. So I had Pixar number one, Spider-Man number two, the Island Splash uh, Juicefuls, Disney Princess, Berry Blast Juicefuls, and Mario and Luigi. The good news is we have fruit snacks for the foreseeable future in the studio. That's absolutely right. What do you think my chances are with Lauren Compton? Just, just um, shoot me straight here. She lives in Austin, Texas, doesn't date comedians. She's six years older than me and currently in a relationship. Now, I don't want to say not a chance. It's similar to Dumb and Dumber. One in a million? Yeah, I'll give you one in... 200 million so you're telling me there's a chance yeah, there is a small chance i mean there's not no chance because you're breathing i needed that i really did um you know i'm really starting to get that confidence that little bit of swagger back yeah you know the new year is a good time to reset as you can tell i'm doing a goddamn fast who am i oh i started another one tonight at 10 for 48 hours so just don't call me for about two days <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> So, uh, yeah, hope everybody's New Year's going well so far. Um, housekeeping over with. Yeah, we can get right into Joey. All right, interview with Joey Cerrone, comedian currently living out in L.A. Here it is. No Headache brings to you Joey Cerrone. Joey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, fellas? Doing pretty good. It's a little cold up here in North Dakota, but where are you joining us from? 
I'm in sunny Los Angeles, California. Oh, uh, living it was chilly for us, too. It was about 55 yesterday. I, I had to wear a light jacket. You poor thing. I know. I was worried. So when did you get down to L.A.? In September. Okay. And then what makes a comic like you move to L.A. over other places? That's a great. Uh, so my brother was already living here and I wouldn't have to pay rent was the number one reason. Say no more. Whatever the freest option was, I was going to probably follow that. So, like, let's give our listeners a little background on you. If you're giving the spark notes of who Joey is, who is Joey? Uh, professionally, I've been a comic for five years. Uh, I, I got started down in Bloomington, Indiana, at a great comedy club called the Comedy Attic. Um, I, I, I'm a nice, I like hanging out. Um, and and that's about my whole life is that <laughs> when you say hanging out you mean yeah. i'm talking no undies i'm just letting it flop okay well so you've been doing comedy for five years uh what's what's your comedy niche what what is your brand of comedy slow comedy it's real slow uh i've had it described as uh not real, not uh, not the intellectual man's comedy. There's not a whole lot of thinking involved. It's just slow and digestible. I did see a clip that you said you had eleven concussions, and then judging by like just the slowness of it, that that tracks. Yeah, it's hard to think, uh, and so if I take my time, then I can <laughs> then I can meander better. That's all right. Um... What made you like? Obviously, you get to have free rent out in LA, but what made you take the big leap? I mean, is Bloomington, Indiana, a large market? Uh, it's a surprisingly large market. I think, but there's only one club, and it's a great club. But there's uh, a lot of great comics, and so it's hard to kind of get a consistent weekend thing going. It's hard to make money in Bloomington doing comedy because um, there's one club, and, and there's you know only three comics on a show on the weekend. And so I was like, let's move somewhere where there's more, where there's more stuff. And so I did that. Then that happened and there's more stuff, but Bloomington as in terms of market, they bring in probably 600 a weekend. Like they, it's a smallish club, but they pack it in. So Bloomington's where Indiana university is, right? Yeah. home of the so, so you went to Indiana, obviously then. I did. Yeah. I got my bachelor's degree in theater. Wow. An educated comedian. Yeah. Real educated. <laughs> what, what, so you've been doing comedy that long. Why go to college then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I, I wish, I wish you, I wish I lived before I thought about that. I wish I was back in that like 10 seconds ago i don't know i went with, with a degree I, was, <laughs> I started with a degree in journalism because i thought i was gonna be a sports broadcaster um and then i did i hung out with the people in journal nice folks but uh not the person and not like my kind of i don't gel very well with like people that do a lot of research and so 
and I switched my major and I was like, comedy is so much more fun than uh, interrupting people. So I just did that. Oh, you say no research and that's just what this podcast is about. It's like, what'd you do your research? Like I looked at a couple Instagram posts. (laughs) Infographic research is all you need to do. You just need the baseline. So what's next for you in comedy? Are you trying to just get a routine thing going or what are you doing? Yeah, that's the tough thing is uh, because moving out here, it was like being promoted to the to the bottom. So like it's it's right now I'm just trying to get back to at least uh, at least doing weekends again. So that's the plan because right I mean or at least booked. I think it doesn't matter the day. I would just like to get booked. Were you in LA at all before people started like moving out of it to Austin and other places? No, I, I came late, um, so I, I didn't see any of the the mass exodus. So you were just getting in and hoping to bring L.A. back to its glory? Yeah, it's all on (laughs) my back. Everyone (laughs) Does it help? There's less competition? They're all moving away? Yeah, Uh, because me and Joe Rogan, we were like neck and neck for a while. (laughs) Out of here? Oh, boy. I have so many more chances. The Joe Rogan of Bloomington, Indiana? (laughs) It's, It's been said time and again, man. I can't shake that nickname. Uh, Weren't you... In uh, some sort of competition, I guess I just was checking out your uh, Instagram earlier, but were you in some sort of, what was it, comedian competition? Yeah, it was. Uh, the, they have an annual competition in Bloomington that's the whole summer. Um, and it's like, it's rounds and stuff. It starts with like 48 comics, I think. And then eight people move on every round, something like that. And it's fun. I don't think I'll ever want to do another Comedy. Have you guys ever done a comedy competition? Nope. Okay. It's uh, the most immediate and horrible feedback of all time. It's it uh, this year. I was lucky I won this summer because um, I don't want to do. I, it's so hard to uh, do something and then have everyone in the audience put you in a ranking with your peers. It's horrifying. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I already got enough mental problems that that would probably just do it for me. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it, it really is a tipping point sort of thing. I've seen folks go crazy over it. How does that work? Do you have to have new material every round? Yeah. So you, and how long like, is the set? Five minutes. So you would have okay. like 20 by the end, 20, 25. Uh, yeah, and then folks would vote. And they would announce it the night of, which was always awkward if you were there with something like if I knew if I was good friends with a comic and we were up at the same night and they didn't move on, that was, that was not fun. That was like, that was bad. How far did you make it in the competition? I won this past year and then, uh, pretty far. Yeah. I was, (laughs) 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 yeah, pretty far. Uh, yeah. So that one was, I don't know. I, you know, it's hard to rank. It's weird ranking. I don't know if you guys call stand-up art, but it's the most available word to me right now. It's hard ranking art or pitting it against each other. Um, I would almost call it some sort of like theater. Yeah. So you got a leg up going to four years of college. So yeah. good for you. Shakespearean trained. Every comic wants to be Shakespearean trained. You got a bachelor's degree in stage 
etiquette. <laughs> yeah, man. I, anytime there's a stage, I'm ready. I got my etiquette. <laughs> uh, what's what's some of weird classes you took in a theater major? I can't imagine. Like some of them have to be called just something weird. Yeah, we. I had my favorite one was called voice and speech dialects, uh, and that one was just a. It was like a whole semester of doing different accents and that one <laughs> i feel like that could get just super racist too no we didn't we stayed away from, we stayed with the white people ones which was i think a good idea uh, right. everyone for this entire class you have to talk like you're korean like, <laughs> i think i need to leave <laughs> now we did like scottish and uh, uh southern american and not south america but like southern like tennessee that was fun. It's a southern accent. Sweet tea well, yeah. country. Yeah. What, that, what's your that, next accent then? Uh, I'm good at all. This is an accent that I'm doing right now. I'm originally from London, but I picked this one up when I was in college. Okay, let's back up. Yeah. You're originally from London. Yeah, England. The big one across the... Okay, yep. Yeah. So this is, a, this is an accent I do. When at I'm what point... To- at what point did you make the maiden voyage over? Uh, I made it two years ago. Yeah, I, f- I flew over. Just figured I'd try it out in America. This is a bad bit. <laughs> I just want to say this is a bad bit, and I never meant to take it any further <laughs> than it But I felt trapped by myself. Like... <laughs> you, you trapped yourself, brother. Yeah. Uh, quick question about... Uh, you have a humongous afro. Uh, if you grow yeah. your hair out, is it natural? Yes, that is natural. Um, it it just grows like that, which is pretty wild. Because if I was going to pick any hair to have, I would probably pick it, which is a, a really lucky circumstance. The white Ben Wallace. Yeah, I like. I always say Anderson Bears now because it gets heavy and it droops on itself. Good basketball reference there. Is would you say that you're a sports guy or who's your favorite sports team? What are you rooting for? I do like sports. Uh big Colts fan. Uh love the Pacers, hometown. Not as big into baseball. I I see the Cubs in the back. So I don't know if y'all are big in baseball. Uh it's about the only team that doesn't suck in my life. So yeah. Go with them. What other teams? Uh, Jordan loves the Vikings. Matt, you're a Duke Blue Devils fan. Oh. Are they bad? They're historically they're good. They haven't won a championship since 2016, and it's just like, oh, March is here again. Can't wait to be disappointed. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm on the IU fan, so I think I would probably switch spots with you if I could. At least you guys got cool warm up pants, though. That is true. You guys have just the blue. Yeah, it's so it's like it's tr- it's a trade off. National championships are cool warm up pants and. Yeah, Indiana, you might need pants. So that's true. It gets chilly. You gotta wear pants. Uh, so you had a. Uh, we've uh, had Brian on the show before, and um, you say that you're a little <laughs> slower. Uh, but Brian might take that to a new level. Uh, you should, when we're together, it's about the slowest thing I've ever seen, man. <laughs> Yeah, we did a 45-minute podcast that took six days. 
<laughs> oh, I love that guy so much. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian's a superstar, man. Academic weapon. Okay, the, first off, that's nowhere tr- ha- cannot be true unless it's some sort of Rain Man thing. <laughs> no, he was, he's pretty good. He's he was he was good in film school. I remember that. I can't speak to his uh, normal, you know, like human classes, but academic superstar. I just love I love just seeing Brian think. That rules for me, man. <laughs> the dude thinks out loud. I feel like he's just talking to himself very slow. I just talked to him for five hours yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you how what do you talk about for five hours? Nothing. That was it was great. We were just on FaceTime. I just set the phone down. We just lived. It was awesome. Like five hours is so long that you might have to take a shit during that. We all did. There was like three <laughs> dudes down there. Oh my God. Uh but my actual question is. Is since you know Brian, is he stoned all the time? No, I think God, when he put together Brian, you know how we're all born with a little bit of DMT in our brain? <laughs> I think God slipped and put way too much in there. That's a very accurate representation because the dude is just like he could start laughing at any moment, which is a great trait to have because I just like the criminal depression that we all yeah. deal with. Where is oh, he at? He's in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, well, you're on uh, Wyatt's trivia show as well. You're looking yeah. at the worst team in history. So, uh, what's going on out. there? You guys ever seen a movie? Uh, we're great with like, uh, so we were born in 93, 94. So, we are great with like 90s, 2000s, perhaps early 2010 like comedies yeah, <laughs> anything else. beyond that yeah. it's got to be a blockbuster and so uh, now that they mix in like netflix movies and have yeah. recent questions in the last couple of years i feel like it has been great since 2020 for me i'm lost and i consider myself a movie buff and then i went on a movie trivia show and i sucked and it was embarrassing i'm so sorry i mean it is brutal if you're if you're looking down the barrel of like a zero point performance that's painful, man. I we pulled out a few a few uh, we, answers. Like but... we're kind of like the make a wish of the whole thing because yeah. we'll like compliment Wyatt and get like a half point. Oh my god! We lead the league in all time and this season in half points awarded, <laughs> which is nice. And I set the record for most beers drank during one recording, so five's the number to beat. Good Five luck. Okay. I, I think I'm going to one-up that on Tuesday, so I've been training by yeah, drinking why? every day. I texted Wyatt, and I was like, when are you going to have us back on? And he was like, some people need more reps first. So I assume that means... <laughs> no, we're seasoned vets. We're season two for us. Yeah. We got a couple uh, battles under our belt. I can't believe we haven't crossed paths in the in this movie trivia before. I was, I was season one as well. Well, but yeah, believe you and me... Um, you're probably going to win unless there is some sort of like only other guys and happy Gilmore questions. <laughs> you could talk to Wyatt. I bet Wyatt would do that for you. you give uh, that well, last year I was going to pay Brian to lose oh against God. us. But then I realized the prize was for like a coffee shop in Indiana. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to use that 
that that plays a big part because if i lived near wyatt and could like see him in person i would butter him up i would bribe him <laughs> i'd be like hey you want to go out for a night i'm paying buddy just in inception his mind and yes. what questions to ask oh, us yeah i think that would work i think that this league doesn't have nearly enough corruption that's what i've been feeling like is that i feel like wyatt is pristine well, I bullied the last guest off of, or the last host off of it. I'm pretty sure because it wasn't really nice to Eli, Eli at all. <laughs> Eli, Eli was good. I enjoyed. I enjoyed when Eli was doing it because sometimes something would go so wrong and he wouldn't fully know what to do, and then we would just sit for like 25 minutes, and that was fun. <laughs> uh, actually, we did win one game last season, and it was because. The team that was supposed to play us got in a car accident. Oh my God. So, so like two of Wyatt's random friends played. Oh and like God. we won that one. Yeah, the okay. final score was like three to two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it oh. was like it was there was no chance that like any questions getting right. Yeah, but the league needs somebody like us. Yeah. You know, we are honored to, like you said, disrupt the league, corrupt it a little bit. We yeah. are the wild card, and every good league needs that. The caboose, as I as I, I think I yeah. communicated. The caboose. Yeah, yeah. Joey's like, you're the caboose. And I'm like, the caboose is the one that always slides off the track and falls into a river. And that's a great sacrifice to make because then the train goes faster. That's true. Well, I don't, I don't know. My buddies Will and, Will and uh, Marcus, they're Michael, the Michael Schumacher team. Uh, they're pretty bad too. So it might be a race to the bottom between the two of you. Uh, if anyone can be worse, it's definitely us. Cause Wyatt put out his list of top 10 movies in 2023 and I had not seen any of them and I have only heard of the Barbie movie. So, oh okay. <laughs> I don't go to movie theaters. If I'm going to see something, I'm going to legally stream it. Yeah. It's gotta be like a two star rated movie from like 2015 on Amazon prime. That's what that's Matt's territory right there. Yeah. That's all the good stuff. Movies called like the black rock or like which way the wagon goes. Those are good ones, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is battleship. Yeah. With Rihanna right there is. Yeah. Like the, if Rihanna wasn't in Battleship, there's a good chance that she doesn't play halftime of last year's Super Bowl. That's a really good point. That movie it spring springboarded her career. I was I never watched it. I got it on Redbox one night uh, from uh, I, I miss Redbox, but we got my brother and I were home alone. We we were allowed to have two movies, and we picked like uh, uh, I am number four whatever that movie were. And then we picked battleship and we watched the first movie. And then my brother fell down the stairs and broke his leg. And I never watched battleship. <laughs> That's better than the car crash. Yeah. of us winning. <laughs> Did I you mean, push your brother down the stairs? You can be honest. Uh, no. Cause if I was way funnier, how it happened, he just was making <laughs> a joke and I just heard, like, I didn't see him fall, but hearing someone fall down the stairs is one of the funniest things <laughs> ever. Just oh. thinking about it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't even remember what he's saying, but then he made like a whoa noise, and then he bounced down the stairs. It was awesome. He's fine. I mean, the leg healed, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got, 
I can't imagine like finding someone when they fall down the stairs. Yeah. Like what you do you not laugh? Dude, I, I came downstairs laughing. And then I saw him sprawled on the ground. I was like, let's be professional here. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me EMT training at theater school. Yeah, dude. That was I mean, obviously, it's all life skills in theater school. There's a lot of CPR, a lot of EMT, um, a lot of dental. I got my certificate. I'm not doing good bits, fellas. I'm sorry. It's well, no, that that's fine. Um, dental was it was just stupid. I want to ask you, I want to ask you two about about what uh, comedy's like where y'all are. Oh, it's, it's very it's, intriguing. Yeah, it's, it's um Bismarck compared to LA, uh, pretty much the same thing. I would yeah say a per capita maybe. Yeah. No, not even that. I thought about us because we have a group of like, I don't know, let's say like eight regulars and maybe like 12 to 15 people who have tried it and maybe come and go as they please, yeah. which is fine. Um, I've always thought like that'd be funny if we all voted on like who we think is the funniest. And it's a week. <laughs> by, it's like it's biweekly. But every time somebody goes up, I'm like, oh, this guy is the funniest. And then like the <laughs> next time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of improvement in the group of comedians, but it's not great. It's not yeah. great. Is there are there any clubs or is this like do you know the closest one is two and a half two and hours, hours away? I didn't get that. Could you try again? <laughs> I've never had that pop off. I didn't even know I had <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Okay, so it's okay. Yeah, so you you y'all are kind of running it, as I understand, or like this is your you uh, have the you're the engine, or for the most part, pretty much. Okay. There's a there's a there's a bar. Their bars will have comedy. There's one in particular that has open mic night, so we attend that. That's biweekly. Uh, that's okay. where our that's where our crew of comedians that just kind of randomly came together. I always yeah. tell people it's it was like a high school lunchroom. The mm. first time we all kind of went to the same open mic, like that dude's over there with his wife. They're eating like me and Matt. Matt and I are sitting somewhere like the host and his buddies are over there. And we all just scattered. And then I think literally the very next time we all sat at like the same table together, started bullshitting. Uh, but we've become a pretty tight group for like about a year now. Hell yeah. Um, so comedy has obviously been in Bismarck. You know, there's certain venues and places that occasionally bring in a comedian from out of town or a group or whatever, uh, but not really a locally grown uh, base, I guess you could say. Like, we're it's not Bloomington, really. You know, it's not a ton of comedians. Yeah. Uh, but but now we're trying to get that where there is local talent participating in this often. Uh, so we take we took the leap and like we've rented out venues and put on our own shows and now that we've done that kind of gotten a little more recognized and other places have reached out to kind of team up with Hell yeah. no brains no headache which is uh, started as our podcast but it's it's evolving more into a comedy brand with the podcast you know supplementing yeah. that so that's where we're at that rules I'm a big fan of that. We actually, there's one venue that we've done a couple shows at where we were the first comedy act since the guy that played Screech in Saved by the Bell. Oh my God. 
and then like Dustin Diamond. Yeah, Dustin Diamond, and then he killed himself like a week after. He did it. <laughs> I I would beg for a fact check yeah. on what Matt's just statement just now, but I'm locking that into my head forever. I'm never uh, looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> any trepidation? Any any fear of like doing being the first ones back in that place? Like maybe maybe the venue did it. Um, it was such a big leap for us from like a bar where the green room was the janitor's closet. Oh yeah. To like this is it's actually a theater where they you know do plays and stuff. So you'd love it. You'd fit right okay, in. I'd go crazy in there. <laughs> but so our green room is like full of like costumes and like you okay. know just like the but the uh, backstage just full of like tools and paint and all these like materials to make other sets and stuff. So. It's yeah. it, it's a theater, but it was such a big step from a bar where we're crammed yeah. in the back and like not all seats are conducive for watching comedy to <laughs> an actual venue theater. And it was a lot for us. It was it was more just like, let's just make sure this is a smooth show. It's yeah. a success because it's a whole nother step, like putting it on yourself rather yeah. than just getting hired for a gig. It's way different. So, yeah, you have to own that show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to think of everything and nobody's coaching you. It's yeah. just like, okay, what's going to, what little details going to pop into my head that I'm going to remember? And how am I going to organize this in a fashion to do it? Oh, by the way, also remember 30 minutes worth of jokes. So <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Producing and then being on it. I can't imagine producing a theater show as like <laughs> that leap because that's nuts. I mean, it's it's like seats like 180, but we were we were doing a certain number, and then we did a, a show where we were just like Jordan hosted it. I was doing tickets and getting drunk. Oh yeah, I got annihilated before it, and then I was doing tickets, and I was like supposed to keep track of how many we had, and my 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 check mark stopped at six. And he wasn't, oh. you know how you do the four with the slash through to yeah. make five. He would. It was like. It was like a serial killer. This dude had like three with the slash. He had to have like seven with the slash. And I'm like, how are we counting this, man? Oh, shit. <laughs> I just kept letting people in. And then like, I was like, um, I, I don't know how many have, have gone in, but uh, there might be like people standing. I'm like, yeah, well, no more people can go in. <laughs> uh, this is some simple math. It'll give you a rough number of what you had. So, <laughs> But it was great because it was right next to a bar so when someone was on stage i would go to the bar and buy shots and yeah. then do those and then come back and sit it was awesome no that is great jesus Christ. the best ticket taker i've ever had yeah i mean that's a tough job so i get it it's a tough job to do sober yeah sober doesn't uh, no nah, i fucked that one up <laughs> sober money doesn't make money that's true. I've heard that's that. what I say in blackjack when I just blow five hundred dollars on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I I can't play blackjack because it's too much. I know that there's probabilities involved, and I, if I if I then if it enters my head that there's probabilities, then I feel like I have to pretend to think about them, and then it just throws me off. I I can't. I'm not a blackjack man. I would watch a live stream of Brian trying to play blackjack. <laughs> Dude, I would watch a live stream of Brian right now. Whatever he's doing, <laughs> just Truman showing. Yeah, I we I think honestly, if I had enough time to plan it, I could convince him he was being Truman showed. 
uh, I, I just would need like two weeks. Yeah, I don't think it'd be very hard. <laughs> I think, God, no, he's very smart, but I think I could trick him. I, th- I think, I don't think he's good at noticing when tricks are afoot, if you don't mind the whimsy. Well, from a guy that jumped off of a deck and broke his back, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't think there's really a God much. Him and your him and your brother are probably best friends. Oh, dude, yeah, they they meet up. They go to every Bills game just to reminisce. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think I. All right, so the Bills Mafia, they're not like different than me. Like they're humans, like me. But I wonder what clicks in your head when you're jumping onto a table for the first time are they scared i think the adrenaline has to be so if you got a crowd if i had a crowd cheering for me i would do almost anything yeah because your adrenaline hits up there and then somebody would, calls you a pussy you're like well yeah. now i have to do it and you bill's choice bill's fans are a special breed because they'll like this isn't big enough so they'll stack another table on top then they're like that's not cool enough let's set it on fire and it's like cool and then that guy's on fire just running around and they're like oh whatever i don't think i have that level in me i think even with adrenaline in a crowd i don't have the gear to put myself on fire (laughs) (laughs) i don't think they do either i just can't imagine doing that and then going to like work at your accounting job the next day I couldn't imagine doing it and like going to the game after that. You're like walking into the game and like half your pants are just burnt off. <laughs> uh, I, I, I should make myself do it. I might just do it today. I might just set up. I have a little <laughs> just in LA. What are you doing? Going to Home Depot, gonna pick up some tables, have a real gay time. I, I figured I'm gonna need more than one. So <laughs> Joey's trying to break through like a solid oak table. <laughs> I don't see how they get through it so easy, dude. Every time I do it, my back shatters. <laughs> What's it like being in LA? Is it was it a little bit of a culture shock for you from being kind of from the Midwest? Or what are you thinking of it? Everyone I've met has been really nice. Uh the only culture shock is I'm 22. Um and in Indiana, I used to get carded all the time, like multiple times. Uh, and here I get treated like the oldest man that's ever lived. Uh, everyone everyone kind of just, I show my ID and they just pat me on the back. <laughs> get in there, buddy. Come on, pal. <laughs> get in there, old man. So that's the biggest culture shock. It's been, everything's really nice. It's nice to have like, uh, different types of food I never had before. Uh, I've just been enjoying. It. I haven't had the shock yet. That, yeah. I mean, the comedy's a little different. Uh, Bloomington is is surprisingly like a pretty progressive comedy space, and you know, one way or another. And then in LA, I'm hearing stuff I haven't heard ever in my life, and it, that was a bit of a. I took me back a little bit, but that that is not something so- that. When you say that, are you like watching what you say, or you could say like more vulgar things in Indiana versus LA, or is it the opposite? It's the opposite. There's folks saying some putrid stuff out here that I wouldn't even dream of. And oh, I I heard a joke today. This is actually a good one. Um, what's the best part about a hooker dying? What you get the second hour for free. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm hearing stuff. I'm hearing stuff that honestly makes my hair curl even more. I came here with straight hair. It was just flat. The more shows I go to. You don't get gray hair. You just get more curly hair. That would be nuts. Yeah. Imagine if I'm just sitting at like horrible open mics and I leave and I just got, it's just one curl. That'd be awesome. So open mics here are funny because I'm sure in LA people go to open mics to listen to comedy. Yeah. Here you'll get like people out for dinner and yeah. like that's when open mic will be having. So it's like, oh, a family of eights just eating pizza and you're just yelling at them. Yeah, just saying come at them. Yeah. They're having a good time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's really fun when there's just like kids in the crowd too. Yeah, yeah, I had a streak there for a while where I don't know what it was, what was happening, what the universe was doing, but I had like four or five either shows or open mics where kids were in the crowd and I'm like, I'm not changing my set. It's it. It's the set is set. I'm not yeah. changing it. I don't care who's in the crowd. Oh my god! I have changed my set one time, and it was because there was a Catholic priest sitting right. <laughs> That's probably the most nervous I was. Oh my god! Yeah, because if you fuck up, you're in hell like immediately, as I understand it. They I just clap and you're gone. <laughs> Well, the, the weird part is it was the same priest that married my brother like four months before. So I was like, oh, God, I don't know if he knows me or not. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to play this one cool and just go up there and suck. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good move, though. Yeah. That's a good afterlife move. You were planning ahead. And it gives me a good excuse for just blowing ass at comedy. So, yeah, that poor priest, he was I'm glad he came and like tried it. And that was at a different place at the time. But uh poor guy just got it from every other comedian <laughs> just I, I mean you know north dakota catholicism it's just low-hanging fruit to make fun of around here i do it i'll, I'll admit it i'll do it yeah this was some of my first jokes ever were the, my first joke i ever wrote was a catholic joke about confession <laughs> and so i'll do it but yeah that poor priest just got it from everybody <laughs> haven't seen a, him since that's a tough bag to be a priest because you gotta always be a priest like, was he wearing his priest clothes? He's wearing the cleric thing and everything. Yeah, you gotta always be a priest. It's like you—you, you, I, I don't think I've ever. I mean, maybe I have, but I don't think I've seen a priest in the wild blending in. I'm sure if the priest goes out in L.A., they get like rocks thrown at him or something. Yeah, I have a on my balcony. I got a pile of rocks. <laughs> it says for priest use only. Yeah, do not touch unless you see a priest. <laughs> unless you see a priest. Yeah, it's the same. I, Indiana, I did a lot of those open mics. I did some shows too, uh, in restaurants where nobody knows that a show is happening, and then you know the audience leaves after ten minutes. They just get. I, it's the fastest you ever see anyone call for a check, is when they understand that comedy's about to be thrown at them. Or when you put like where the stage is at right by the exit so people have to walk like right in front of you. It seems to be a theme around here. Yeah, but we only do that in North Dakota. It's like, where's the stage gonna be? Right by the exit door. Oh We're gonna make God. it as awkward as possible. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. I don't so, to do that. Maybe we it'll help us in the long run. We'll be the most trained comedians because we got people just coming and going. We got fucking kids in the crowd. Really? We're gonna be classically trained here pretty soon. Yeah, that's something school would never teach you. Yeah, 
You go to Bloomington, they got like a stage with actual lights and shit. We're over here. There was one time I had to like watch where I stood because the back track reverb, whatever you want to call it, the sound was like Oh my god. If you I I walked up to the mic and I walked in front of it and it was like <laughs> Uh, I think the worst spot I've ever been in was I, I did a show behind a bar once. <laughs> Elaborate? Like, like the behind the bar top? Behind the bar top with the bartender. <laughs> and that one was fun because he's How still it? making drinks. Uh, did you help me? I would have <laughs> helped. I would have started making drinks myself as I'm chatting. Turns out they just hired you as a bartender and you were just thought it was like a gig. Like, pay me 70 bucks tonight. I get to keep tips too, but I have to make drinks. <laughs> no, I made a mistake to ask him beforehand, and they were like, "No." And I should have just done it. I should have just started making something foul. So you were just walking like back and forth behind the bar. Yeah, because I had to get out of his way. And so when he would go to make a drink, I'd have to navigate around him. And it was it was a cord, you know. There's a cord from the mic, so I had to look at the cord. And make sure that he wasn't going to trip because he wasn't looking. He was making drinks. Okay, how how ridiculous were the details of the show? What was the crowd like? What were you getting paid, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so five people in the crowd. Okay. Uh, $10 was the pay. Yeah, it was awesome. That almost gets the gas to go there. Mm-hmm. It was my ideal type. That's the type of mic I love because I play really well to small groups of people. That's my favorite, especially when they're spread out, and because I don't make anyone uncomfortable at all by looking at them or speaking with my voice. <laughs> uh, I I did I did that show, Matt. You were in the crowd. Oh my god! I did a similar show, and that I will say, I would wasn't even upset after that because I was like, you know what? That was a good experience because like you really know if your joke was funny or not when there's only four or five people to laugh at it. And then like, you know, you deliver your punchline and you kind of anticipate a a little bit of pause (laughs) and nobody's laughing. You're like, okay, uh, let's get to the next joke. here. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Those are, that is good. I mean, it's true. You can't hide behind anything, but yeah, God, I felt that in my stomach. Just you describing it. It makes me feel like a suction cup when that happens. I just want to just disappear inside well we went we went to one open mic that was literally we got there like five minutes after it was supposed to start and there was me jordan and the owner of the store there (laughs) and some weird lady came and played piano yeah and they're like well i see set up a mic i'm like i'm not going to use the mic because there's four people here Hey, gigs a gig, you know. Yeah. All reps are good reps. I I think that's a little bullshit. All reps are good reps. Sometimes reps are bad reps. Yeah, I ate a the biggest bag of shit at last week's mic. Yeah, it could not have gone worse. That's pretty yeah. bad. How long did you do? I think like six minutes. When did it start feeling bad? Almost immediately. <laughs> do you dig in? I want to ask you too. When you're doing bad, do you dig in? Or are you uh, just- no, I, I want to get the fuck out of there so fast. Okay, sure. And just walk right out the door into oncoming traffic. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'll just I'll skip down my set list a little bit and just kind of get towards the end. 
yep. you usually mix in a couple of the classics, you know, keep, keep those fresh. Try um, but yeah, the, when the crowd is uncomfortable, but that one show I did, I almost relished in the fact that it was so uncomfortable and awkward. Yeah. I was just like, this is kind of, I kind of think it's funny personally. Like I didn't care. Cause I had a really successful show like the week or so prior. Yeah. Like whatever. I'll just carry it over. And the best part about that, there was maybe like 10 seats where you could sit. Not all yeah. of them were full. And one of the seats was uh, like a, the back seat of a car. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> Jesus, man! All right, I want to come. I'm going to come to North Dakota. I want to do one of these. I want to go to that one. Oh, it's great! I felt so bad as a record store that I literally like I felt bad for. And I was like, "Oh, this guy's making no money." So I bought like a Blink 182 record. Oh my god! And uh, my vinyl player has not been plugged in for almost a decade. <laughs> I but I I my my favorite thing to do is if I'm doing really bad like three minutes in if I'm doing five I'll just say like I give my time back to the club like it's Congress and then I and then I get off stage that's my I favorite. yield I yield back and then throw the microphone into the crowd I yield to the gentleman who is wearing a CM Punk shirt I yield to him he needs friends yeah you should. <laughs> Come to Nodak. The good thing is you come to Bismarck. Um, you're talking to the the bookers. So yeah. I'd love, love to come to Bismarck. I need Wait, to I've to never Florida. never been to LA. Have you met? I don't want to go to LA. Oh, I'm we should do a house swap. Oh fuck. Well, currently, right now, I have a space heater running in um a crawl space because my pipes froze in my sink. And I haven't checked on it in a while, and I'm pretty sure my house might just go up in flames at any moment. Oh, that's, that's not good. Well, it's, sure. yeah, it's all fun and games. So you go get a drink of water, and just nothing comes out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so take the 55 degrees and enjoy it, Joey, okay? Right. I was just thinking we could do, like, The Holiday. You know, that is that a movie that's on your radar? I know it with Jack Black and yeah. Homegirl, but I never watched it, like... Never okay. seen well, I was gonna say Nicolas Cage, but no, he could make an appearance. You know, sometimes he's just in movies. True, but they swap houses and that, and everyone falls in love. So I don't know if that's something you guys would be interested in. You can come to North Dakota and find love. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, now we got a movie. That's like a rom com that goes straight to Hallmark Channel. Oh, wouldn't it be great to be employed by the Hallmark Channel though? Just a consistent check. That would be nice. Just get some resids. No oh, yeah. jewels. <laughs> oh, you guys are so in sync. That's what happens with 30 years of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I don't know. What else do we have to cover? Should we get them out of here? Yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, let our fans know where they can find you, what shows you got coming up. Hit them with the good stuff. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joey Cerrone Comedy. And then I'll be in Atlanta February 1st or February 2nd and the 3rd. If folks who want to in the ATL want to hang out. Right on. AT-Easy. AT-Easy. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on No Brains, No Headache podcast, man. It was nice to meet you.
Thanks for having me. It was nice to meet y'all. I hope I see you in the Battleflix tournament. Oh, you're going down. I, I, I buy it. I'll bring the beers. <laughs> this is a freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard. Floating on the river in a party barge. And I see you on a sea dude. Your shirt was white and it was see-through. Please use your spray, no mosquitoes. Every time you found me, it's a free throw. Hey girl, why you calling me? I said, oh, please don't bother me. I'm so sick of apologies. That's so damn appalling to me. But last night was the best. Then I woke up, I'll choke up, and realized it was a fib.